Western United, they'll be known as, and they'll play in green and black. Towards the far post, Riston, Anton! Barisha, Diamante! Durante with a free header! And the honour of Western United's first A-League goal goes to a familiar face. Bessart, Barisha! It's Connor Payne on the left. Alessandro Diamante, the ball on a string and... Oh, Diamante! Service crew are celebrating. It's Tongyek beating rolls and here's the post. Yes, it is a first half hat trick for Max Burgess. Welcome back to another lockdown edition of All Out West. This week we have Scott and Kelsey. How are the same four walls going, gents? Pretty damn yeah. good. Yeah, I'm getting sick of them. I've got a feature wall. Quite fun. Quite fun. I've got three. I have a window. Kids, so that's not fun. <laughs> I can understand. I think I can hear them. My uh, daughters are running around. So apologies in advance to anyone listening. Kids may be in and around the houses, but it is what it is. Product of the times. Uh, As per the norm, I'm your host, Wallace, and what a barn burner of a week in the A-League. From the Jets absolutely embarrassing Sydney to Wellington gifting them the Premier's plate. Side note, it is now official. Scott, we talked about this last week. It is now official. Uh, What have your highlights been from the week? Me actually doing well and tipping for once. <laughs> I'm dominating everyone this week. What you get? Uh, out of the four games, I'm on three. Everyone else is on one. Meaning I can't lose this week. Yeah, that's pretty good. I don't even know what I got. I You're all on one. Everyone's all of you. We all yeah. had bad Except weeks. me. So that suck just, it. That, that just says one thing. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Any highlights from any of the games or? Um, I, look, I've, I've only seen the one game, West United victory. And, yeah, we'll probably get through that soon. Um, yeah, no, no, I didn't. I only watched a few of the match highlights. Nothing really grabbed me this week. I think the I watched the Sydney and the Wellington games because I find them the most probably interesting at the moment. They were pretty solid. On Saturday night, we obviously played. Alongside the Western Service crew, we hosted a watch party for the game. What did you guys think about this? Uh, I thought it was good. Actually, like I enjoyed the interaction with other people. Um, so boundaries were probably crossed, but it was fun. <laughs> I think the only downfall for that, besides a few of the people having too much drinking going a bit too far with some of the comments, I yeah. think the only downfall was the game delay that some people had because I think you were ahead of schedule and when you celebrated, we had to wait like an extra 30 seconds to celebrate. Hang on, hang on. I was not ahead of schedule. I was on time. You guys were behind schedule. Let's ex- let me explain this for, the, for everyone listening at home. So we had a Zoom call set up. We had around any about about 30 or so people come in, come out, average around 18 at a time. And we were all watching on different services. So some people had Foxtel like Kelsey who were ahead of the curve in this case. I was on KO, like a number of people, which had, we were about 10 to 15 seconds behind. Then there was my football app, which I think was like 20 seconds behind, 20 to 30 seconds. And then there was people... Watching via other means? Yeah, via other means. And they were completely behind. So you'd, you'd, it was like it was almost a Mexican wave of people uh, on Zoom screens, of uh, celebrations and seeing people get excited about things you already see. It was a real, like, it was a fun experience. Like, I... I there's a lot of fun from it, but there's also like I was moderating it, so there's a bit of bit of effort there. But look, it was fun. Um, for me, it was fun when you guys would all get excited, thinking there was a good run happening, and I'm like, spoiler alert, nothing happens. <laughs> but it was it was a lot of fun. A lot of guys from the the active support, a few people we hadn't seen in a while. It was great to talk to Tony and Anthony, Caleb and Jay. You would have heard them on the pod before. Andrew Tran. Shout out, Andrew Tran. Happy birthday for today, mate. Um, we'll try and release it so it comes out today. Um, on that note, uh, it is also Thierry and Barisha's birthday. So happy birthday to everyone. And if I didn't name you, also happy birthday, I guess. Um, but yeah, it was a great experience catching up with a lot of people because it has been such a fragmented six months. And especially being in Victoria, it's hard to support your team and keep in contact with friends you've made through supporting the club. So you guys think? Yeah, it was something different, and again, it's another thing that I haven't seen any other club do yet. It really at least advertised anyway. Yeah, yeah, and it's something to get out and get more people on board and feel a bit more different outside of these four walls. Exactly. Hmm. Which 
it is a great escape football game to cheer your team on and which we did. That was a really fun game. We'll get into it more in a few minutes. I think it may be time for beer of the week, gents. Scott, are you ready? Yeah. Are you excited, Scott? Can you just, uh, can you just give us a little smile? Now this week. I've got a drive later, so I can't wash it down with anything either. So. (laughs) Sucked in. Well, I'll introduce it to everyone. And we did this because, A, it's a really beer, a beer I really enjoy. Um, this is an Australian beer. It's by Four Pines. Although they are owned by a larger corporation, they were they are a, a decent brewery. Like a few of their ales and some of their, uh, their Salad Door releases. This is their Nitro Stout. And I'm a big fan. But what do you guys think? Let everyone else have a little the old sippity dip dip. All right. I've done the vigorous pour, but let it sit for five. Let's do this. Don't think you'll want my opinion. <laughs> I'm giving it a 4.3. Four. Actually, 4.25. 4.4. I think with stouts, I need to have myself a, just a stable thing because I don't think my my opinion really matters because I don't like any stouts. Hmm. But as you're drinking, what are you, are you tasting it? Are you like, is this more palatable than other stouts you've had? No. Really? No. This is a really easy drink. Like, I find this an easy drink of a stout. I don't, yeah, stouts just don't flow with me. So It's got almost like a burnt caramel flavour to it. Yeah, like a bit chocolatey, a bit of caramel. It's very, it's, I find it a very palatable, like, easy stout. Like, it's, it's not heavy. It's very light. It is light, actually. Yeah, it's got a nice profile. Scott, what would you give it out of five? Uh, I need to have it an average for stout, so I'm just going to go three. Well, that's nice. Would that be a good average or 3.5? Whatever you feel. Well, this is whatever your grade. You, There's my, no right or wrong. My fear would be zero, but that's because I don't like stouts and I hate them. So. But no, if you drank this... And I went, need like a stable set. So I'll go 3.5. You sure? Because that's pretty high. Yeah. I'll, 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 that'll be my base on stouts for the future. Okay. That's not a bad thing. That brings it up to 4.05 out of 5. That's a bit fun. We've had 36 different beers this season. Jesus. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. So I've had a slab and a half. Yeah, well, just of different beers. Uh, That's not including the the more common ones. Uh, Yeah, Bit, bit crazy. Just thought it'd be a bit fun for that bit of information. Uh, yeah, let's move on. Now, there's nothing really happening, like no real club updates at the moment, but I want to talk about the social media again, which I want to start calling Media Watch, if you will. Social Media Watch. I don't know, I just coined it then. Um, and I'm really enjoying how the club's interacting with fans a bit more. Like if you looked at uh, the posts on the day of the game, there was like about six. They, they posted a table tennis competition. Uh, oh, that, that was really good. You see what I mean? Do you are you enjoying how the club's engaging with us now? I think they're starting to find a bit of a niche. A lot of the issues in the past with all the other clubs is no one never does nothing like it. Mm. From what I can think of, this is the most the club's ever done with the players and behind the scenes and fun little different things like the table tennis comp and the balls at the doors and all the other things. You don't see this with any other club in the A-League. No. And that's what I'm finding really, whether it's just COVID times or hopefully they continue to do it post-COVID yeah. as well. It's really done good. a nice groove. Yeah. And they're really promoting some of the star players like Diamante and a few of the other players like that. They're really promoting it, not like what Victory did with whoever they are. Yeah, didn't promote him at all. You know, we've got Diamante on everything. We're getting him out there, getting getting his name out and things like that, which is what they want. Yeah, it looks like he's running for government. He's, like, shaking that many hands and kissing that many babies. You know what I mean? Like... Oh, did you see the, the latest one from Diamante, speaking of him? No, what was it? Oh, what was it? I think he was Did doing something... Did he run for Prime Minister? <laughs> no, he was doing something bloody hilarious <laughs> with uh, Durante while he was asleep. I think it's on uh, Diamante's... One of his social media pages. I'd recommend having a look. It's hilarious. 
But yeah, I'm really enjoying the direction of it's going and how they're finding their voice a bit. I think that's really good. How they got those uh, messages from fans and supporters. So that's Santo Chilaro. I was in it. Scott, were you in the video on uh, Saturday? Wishing the boys well? No, the club must have looked at that one. There was about, there was about three of us on that last one. Yeah. Um, I just want to stir the shit since you yeah, helped with, with it. But no, it's um, I'm really enjoying the social media like identity and how they're kind of carving out that groove, which is really important for a business. So I, I just, yeah, props where props is due. I'm really enjoying it. That's just been fantastic and that's about it. Yeah, that's cool. Now, we haven't had any signings this week. Um, do you guys want to get on to the game? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, on Saturday 25th of July, we took on uh, the victory at Bankwest Stadium. Out the gate, I think we outclassed the young victory side, but they came to compete with a number of tough tackles and fouls early on. There were four yellow cards, and I'm going to say it, another stellar performance from old Burgess. Yeah. You think we've hit peak max Burgess yet, or what? I think he's just hit his stride. I think he's not peak yet. I think he's just hitting them. Yeah, he's really um, really finding his form, and I hope, we, I hope he stays in the A-League. I hope he stays with us. I hope he doesn't uh, seek options elsewhere because he's probably good enough to. Yeah, I completely agree. He's really coming into form. He struggled to get games at Newcastle. He was he got a bit of a run with uh, at Wellington. Um, I think he was in the on the bench at Sydney as well. So he's had a. It's taken him a long time because he's in his mid twenties. Well, Rodan had the interview after the game, and he said it just took him time to teach him his role and find his place. Hmm. Um, and then he said, you know, the only reason why I wasn't at the start was he was coming back from an injury or I think that's what he said. And then um, it just took him a while to get into place, find his role. And now he's grabbed it with both hands. Yeah, definitely. We were caught off a few times with Rojas a mere metre from goal around the six-minute mark. Were you guys worried at this time? Uh, I, I was a bit worried. They, that's one thing I must bring up with our deep. Defense is, is going horrible. Is um when other teams are crossing it in, mm. they're getting really really dangerous positions. And just lucky that Rojas didn't get on to about three or four of those balls because it could have been ugly. We were caught short on a few um counters quite a bit actually. That that was a real concern. Yeah, they had some legs. We were pressing quite deep because uh, we had a lot of possession early on, which. It is what it is. Um, we're, we're lucky in that regard, but I still think we dominated, especially the first half. And and what I believe was like this is probably a, a career highlight for Tommy Uzcock, but he snuck a beautiful goal in at the 38th minute from a beautiful play, which saw Diamante to Payne with Burjo for, for the assist. It was just you know those beautiful plays. Like how many? It was times well it, constructed. Like it was just yeah. That was that was um that that look, looks like it was on a training pitch for. Majority of the last COVID break, I'd say they've been practicing that one. That's all they did. Really, it really set up quite well. Oh, I was just, I was, it was a joy to watch. I, I remember all of us watching it together, and we're just like, "What?" Uh, correction, I was ten seconds ahead. Well, well we all <laughs> we all saw it within a similar time period, um, and but did, I won't say what he said. But if uh, anyone has a replay of the game, they should just have a look at what uh, was cock mouths when he after he scores the goal to get everyone revved up. No, what what do you say? I just, just say it. it might be might rhyme with come on you bucking runts. Wow. Wow, that's interesting. I didn't say that coming. Good on him. Uh then uh we came do you guys have anything else from the first half? I think Burjo was on fire. There was a lot of good play. Durante was good. Just yeah, a man. dominant half besides the couple of counter attacks. Yeah, we got done on the counter a few times. Uh, we didn't seem slow. I felt we we controlled the ball really well. We had the pace. Like, the pace was a big part of it, which was, I think... It was yeah, a m- much better combination of that holding the ball without being slow, moving forward. Also, not just holding the ball, trying to keep the ball moving. Yeah. Yeah, besides the defence, I think a lot. it was a lot faster. It was, it was sort of ha- half good not having Kone and Jotek around, to be honest. Yeah, 100%. Uh, we, we'll move on. So, just quickly, Scott, would you give Jotek uh, three votes for not to, for not being a part of the club anymore? He'll win the medal. So we come back from the break with Aaron Kelver substituted for Josh Risden. Do you think this play was good? Because I felt this was a turning point in possession for us. 
although I'm a big Kelber fan, I think instantly from the break, whether it was just we come back a bit colder off, like we had to warm yeah, back I, up. I think it's also, even though there's a week between games, I think rotation matters at the moment. I think they need to get sharpness in a lot of the players for when they are thrown into it. Mm. Yeah, agreed. I, I think it was a good opportunity to just throw him in, get him some match fitness. They've both done a half game. Later on when we're doing that three games in a week, no one's going to get caught short. Yeah, it's what it's all about now. Who, who can keep match fit the rest I of the think, season? I think we're in a position there where we could afford to do it against Victory. Not that Victory were playing bad. I think thought their kids did really well, considering. It was just about we're in a position where we can give people some game time. It was interesting, like, the the lineup they had, because they had uh, Thomas on the bench, which we'll, we'll talk about further. And so Acton was in the... Is Acton? Yeah, Acton was in the goals, and he did, he did pretty well. He's I reckon he's going to be a good good keeper as he he progresses. He's getting really mm. good. Triple L is pretty popular amongst uh, soccer Twitter. He did pretty good. I was I was good watching a lot of uh, young players get a go. You know, what I mean? like that's I enjoyed that. Like we had like we'll go into it more, but Pasquale was really good. I really enjoyed watching him ha- have a go. It was good to see mm. him get a crack. Yeah, definitely. 57 minutes to play. There's a cross towards the far post. Payne chests it to Burgess, who seals the win. How many good, good runs did you see Burjo have? Like, I, he was just on fire that night. He's just, he ran through players. Like, that confidence, it's, I, I think his, his last few games have really built that kind of... He knows like, he's wrong. Yeah, it's, that confidence yeah. just increased his, uh, his ability. In another game, he would have had another hat trick and probably an assist, another assist or two. There was a, there was a couple of really good shots that uh, I think we could have, we should have been able to convert, which we didn't. Uh, uh, there was that Barisha one comes close a couple of times. Right. He's, he's, it's on, that, on the note of Barisha, did you see his face when he saw Bur- uh, Burgess get that? He looked devastated that he didn't get it. You know, like you know when like someone's got FOMO. Yeah, he, stands, he just had to put it in. Yeah, but he had a lot of runs that were a bit, bit dodged. But I like that Barisha really wanted the score. Yeah, same. I like his intent to want to score. He, he was right. He he ran heaps. I th- I'm actually enjoying. He's he surpassed my expectations of what I thought we'd get this season. To be honest, I thought we'd get a good player and a few goals, but uh, someone who's in the the top five goal scorers for the season is not what I was expecting. Look, so. I think it justifies that he was just having a bad patch before we recruited him. Yeah. Yeah. He needed that change to, to reinvigorate himself in football, which is, which is great. The second half, we utilised a few subs with Skatardis and Pieris coming on for Pasquale and Barisha. What are your thoughts on the, like, these uh, subs? Once again, I think it was about the rotation, game time. You know, Pasquale's coming back. He's had a very, like up and down, mostly down year for personally, like in terms of being able to play injuries and all that. Mm. I think it's all just about that good classic man management. Definitely. Yeah. Pretty much about what's happening there. Just getting the run, getting the legs out. Everyone's getting a bit of a run on the ball. Mm. On the, on the Barisha front, he had a a number of chances, which someone else may have been able to convert. And I'm not negating him at all because I still think he played very well. Do you think we subbed him out too late in the game to have an even greater effect? Not really, no. I, I think he'd earned, he's earned the right this season to play as long as he's playing. Yeah. I reckon um, he probably could have come off a bit earlier. I, I'm not saying this as, again, in a, in a rotation thing. Yeah. If we need him firing, is it good to get... Ugh, but it's, it, he's an older player and it's going to be a lot of games coming up soon, so a bit more rest would be better for him. Yeah, but and at the same I would, time... I would probably would have rather see more of a striker come in, like Stammer. Stammer yeah, I, would like to a, I would like to have seen a striker replace him. I agree on that. Yeah. I think he probably played the right amount of time for his body because he does need that... He needs that balance of extra minutes to keep him at a level so he doesn't deteriorate, but also not too long so he's not going to do an injury. Yeah. What time did he come off? Uh, I think it was around the 80. I'll, I'll double check in a second. Yeah, I think yeah. it was between 70 and 80 minutes, which I think was about the right time. About 70, 75 would be the best. Yeah. yeah. Not, I'm, just, I'm just bringing the question up because it's a... But yeah, I would have rather see Stammer come on 
replace the striker with striker. The 90 minutes. I completely agree. The big issue is if Borussia goes down, who's who's striker? Yeah, and that's what you don't want any of them being cold. I would have liked to have seen Stammer or Yule as well. Just probably Stammer first. Probably Um, Stammer being the full striker. And and the other good thing about um, Stammer too is he brings a different game to Borussia. He's that more physical. Yeah. Hold up type player. Just to interject, guys, um, he actually, Pierre's came out in the 90th minute. So it was kind of just a time waste, which we're going to get into. No, in that case, yeah. I think he, Borussia probably should have played about 75 first game back, in yeah. my opinion. And, yeah. and season another striker, you know, and get some yeah. of that salt and pepper, a bit of cayenne pepper on that, get them ready so we can be cut, like, we can have some backup over the next few games. I think the second half, we really lost control. In contrast to the first half, we definitely definitely felt like batting down the hatches, went to the mattresses, if you will, if you're a Godfather fan, on defending. And I think Jura was really good and commanded the line. Not saying we didn't have pressure on us, which we did. They were really pushing. I would like to say it may really impress me this game. I think he really found his place in the squad. And that challenge on Triple L was tough. And oh. That was like he and he walked away like I know what I did. I did it because I had to. It was really he good. He walked away like he was happy, and I was happy that he was happy about that. Mm. That's a, I really I really enjoyed that about him. What about you guys? Uh, any notes from the second half or defense? Look, I'd have to rewatch it, but it, I think I don't think the defense is right yet. But victory victory made us look pretty pretty easy at times, and that victory. Yeah, yeah. But you get someone time, like Sydney, they're going to smash those goals in, and they're going to be up a fair few goals. Yeah, we first, played victory. So, so yeah, I agree. But on. also, first game back after a long layoff, and I think we went into a bit of conservation mode. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're getting through a lot throughout the game. I just yeah, so I don't think the defense is going to be right, and I don't think it's going to be good enough to take take us all the way yet. It it's just. That's the big thing. They're going to keep getting behind and keep throwing. If that cross is coming in so easily, people, other teams are going to take advantage of that. Victory oh, I, I agree. Um, I'd like to see it tighter for sure. I, yeah. I agree with you on that. I'd like to see a bit of a tighter defence, but I'm willing to give it a bit of a pass mark on the first game back. Exactly. Speaking of, we spoke about it lightly, there's a lot of talk of time wasting in the final minutes of the game. Do you think we did that? Which and do you think it's such a bad thing? Everyone does that. Yeah. No, nope. you got it. Good teams manage the time. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm a no, point, the whole of, point is to kick it to the uh, the attacking end and sit in the corner little box there and wait until the other team kicks it out. That's <laughs> the whole point. I'm yeah. a huge fan of the Atletico Madrid shithousery style of football. Yes, it's <laughs> not the most flashy, but it gets the job done. It was pretty funny to watch. I, if you I, have to tactically fail, if you have to waste some time by making a tactical substitution, taking a minute to get to the free kick, do what you, you're going to do. On that note, did you see when um, Pasquale come off? They're like, just take it slow. And you could see him just, he, he was running back and then he like slowed and walked back quite, like slowly, just controlling the time. I don't know. I just noticed that. I, I don't think it's inherently a bad thing. It is frustrating for the opposing team to watch. Like I would be frustrated by that because I'm we're trying to build momentum to get the draw. You know what I mean? But it it is, it's just part of the game. Everyone hates it when it happens to them. Yeah. Pretty much. It's just part but, of football. If it's not happening in football, obviously there's something wrong. But winning teams do that. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes they shouldn't. Sometimes they, they try and do it too, too well and it always backfires. Oh, I agree. <laughs> but, but all I'm saying is clock management is a very important thing. Yeah. That's it's the whole point of probably the subs and everything like that. It's all part of the plan. Mm. Throw-ins, all of it. It's all... Intelligence. Yeah. Now, like VAR was obviously not part of the game. Did you? How do you think it's affected the game? There's a few things that could have been probably would have been reviewed as handballs or a few offside calls. I was going to say the big one that stuck out to me was the handball. Yeah. I think each team had one at least in the first quarter, like first quarter of the half, if you know what I mean. Um, uh, after that, I had I was getting a bit on the drink, so I was a bit looser. 
Uh, yeah. Same time, though, I was happier without it, to be honest. It just let the game be the game. It felt fast-paced. It was like, bang, 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 bang. human. They're going to make mistakes. They're going to call offsides that aren't offsides. They're going to miss an offside that should be offside. They're going to miss a handball. They're going to pay Even a handball, handball that should was be a bit paid. Funny, like the um, victory one. Like, I don't even know if that was really there. It bounced off another player's foot, and his hand was sort of half near his body, but out. It would have yeah, spent it, five minutes with VAR stuff around with deciding whether that was in a natural position or not. So it was I, good I agree. to go. I'm personally a fan of it going. I, I say let the refs be refs. Mm. Let us hate them again. <laughs> you yeah. know what the human they make mistakes that sometimes they make excellent decisions that no one else could have seen with the naked eye yeah, and then when you look back on replay everyone's like how the hell did they spot that yeah they, they we should have enough confidence in them to give uh to do the job in my opinion agreed um do you guys want to move on to player of the year yes yeah. uh Kelsey, would you like to go through your th- three, two, ones? So my one is uh, was Cock just for scoring that goal uh, and for his uh, mouthing of the words to the camera. <laughs> um, two is for Dimmer. I thought he was everywhere and his passing, especially long and diagonal, is just phenomenal. Like yeah. It's unparalleled. In, in the A-League, no one can touch him at that. Mm. And then obviously three has to be Burgess. If either of you have dissed him to three, he's just wrong. <laughs> it's, well, I'll just change my votes around then. No. I've, I've gone with Burgess three, obvious reasons. Uzcock two. He'd done, he done a fair, decent job in his def- defence and he did kick the goal, so I gave him the two. Yeah. Diamante the one. Okay. That's... I Completely, I don't know. Um, so I'm going to go three to Burgess. Same reason as always. I think he is the player of the year. Yeah, he's he's already like it's already pretty much one. I'm gonna give two to Uskok for for the goal because it it really like it was a it was amazing set piece. It was beautiful, um, and the one to Dims, just so that uh yeah that's how I w- would rate it. Um, we've all voted very consistently this round. Um, I'm surprised uh, Kone didn't get any votes or Jurtek, but what else? I think Scott was going to give Yurtek the three for not turning up. <laughs> the the Yurtek award. Uh, Actually, um, no, I'd rather call it the McDonald award. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> um, so let's review the top five for the year currently. Uh, we have Max Burgess on 61.5 votes, uh, points. Diamante on 46.5. Bursar Barusha at 42. Philip How is there point fives? You did this. You. I know, you I'm being a smart ass. <laughs> I just wanted the stitches up. <laughs> Barisha on 42. Curdo on 38. And fifth is Andrew Durante on 31. So this is... Burgess has got the old, uh, the, the, the old Sydney deal happening. He's got the premiership on lock. On the same round. So I've, I've, it's pretty safe to say, unless someone can get... We'll have uh, to get some type of an award going. Have you got yeah. that? We'll get a toilet seat or something for him. See if, we, see if he'll accept it. Uh, do you guys want to get into next week's game? Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Yeah. On Sunday, the 2nd of August, we take on the Jets at McDonald's, McDonald's Jones Stadium. Uh, Newcastle are in decent form with three wins, a draw and a loss in the last five games. Their last two games are a draw and a loss. Uh, they are positioned one spot below us in the ladder. A big notable win is the smash is the smashing of the recently announced Premier Sydney FC. Would you have called it a pantsing, what they did to Sydney? Like, well, they definitely caught them uh, <laughs> with their hand on their tackle, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I was just killed by tips, but it was it was crazy. But that's product of the times. Scotty, what do you think? It's been a while since they've played. 20, oh, no, 24th so Friday. So it's just over a week. Yeah. They've they've had a couple of games already. I think this will be their third. So they're sitting on 24 games. If they beat us, they, they'll be on top of us. Yeah, but they're also like, they're on 20. This will be their 25th. They've played like three more games, but yeah. This will be, yeah. They're three this games ahead of us. This is the game. Us. If we win this one, 
we can almost stamp a passport. Yeah. Ooh. Not like yet. I said, almost. That, yeah. that, that's the caveat, almost. There is a lot of games in between. Adelaide, Perth play between. They play tomorrow night. Who else is there? They are, they're the major ones, isn't it? Yeah, but even like, yeah, if we can win this one, though, it's huge. It, it sets us Look, up nicely. If Victory can wake up and beat Brisbane tonight, that'll help too. Oh, definitely. That would be... Nah, I'd nice. like Brisbane to win so I can go four out of five. <laughs> <laughs> Has one good tipping week, thinks he's a legend. Uh, yeah, if, we, if Brisbane can shit the bed or get a draw, it's good for us. Same with Perth Glory and Adelaide United. A That'll... draw would be great in that Perth-Adelaide game. Or well, actually, I'd probably rather an Adelaide win because Adelaide, no. win, Adelaide win would get them on the same points as Perth and they've played three games more than us. You don't want to give that extra point to Perth because they've only played one game more than us. You get me? Yeah, I, I get you. Um, but I just, yeah, either way... I will accept either of those because they're the best, the best things for us going through. So we've talked about this is obviously crucial that we win this game because it's probably of the ne- of the last five games we have. This is probably the second easiest. Yeah, it gets progressively harder for us. Yeah. So we've got we need to win these games so that we can have we can we can have a chance at finals because that for me is the. That was the hallmark of being successful. Although we probably talked and said we're going to take both like all the silverware this season. That for me is like hey, we're, still, we're still taking the see. <laughs> I like your confidence. Um, do you think we'll line up the same as we did uh, against the victory? I suspect so. Yeah, it'd be something fairly similar. I just hope that um, a few more. Different uh, subs get made, such as Stammer. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. Uh, I wouldn't mind Calva in the back line. Um, yeah, maybe Cal- is Calva and Risden the same position? No, Calva uh, got played that one game when Risden was hurt, or as um, the mm. right wing back role. I think it is. Whatever they got Risden playing. Because if you get both of them on the wings, it might stop that cross coming in. Yeah. Well, I think. Giving him a go and also AP in the back line with Durante. At least as, at least AP is a sub I'd really like to yeah. see. Um, well, I really want to see Yule get some game time, especially against a club like Newcastle, because I think he could just go, go gadget, you know, and get freaking mm. get it done. And I want him to, to break his, like, have his debut goal. I'd love for that to happen. Same. Uh, I want to kind of be there for that one. Yeah, I say. So do I. But I also want to win, get some points this season. Yeah, that's um, true. <laughs> but I, honestly, I, I don't know if he's going to get subbed on. I hope he does, though. Yeah. So that's the kind of thing that I'd like to expect. I really like Burgess and Diamante in the the two-pronged attack at the front. I, wasn't expecting I wouldn't mind seeing Pierce get a, get a run with both of those two as well. In the front Imagine line? The between Burgess, Pierce and... Uh, Diamante, that'll be, oh, be something I'd like to see. Well, he, when he has played this season, he has played in a striker role, which we've all been surprised by, um, which is interesting. Uh, I reckon we'll still have a May. And I think, on a side note we didn't mention, Lestica was really good too. Mm. Yeah, um, he was quite well. Yeah, like on the sense that I really, I think our midfield was quite good today, uh, last week. Uh, I just, we hadn't mentioned him, and I think he deserves it because he did play quite well. Um, anything else to add about this game against the Jets? What do you guys think is going to be the score? Uh, well, this game is going to be an interesting one because well, we've had a you know after COVID game, so we'll start going to more shape, and you expect the players to step it up a bit more. Mm. Um, Newcastle will be riding a bit of a high off that Sydney win. Yeah, but the big eight, nine-day break might help us because it's been so long, so they might have forgotten about it. Look, I think we'll win. I hope we'll win, but... We should win. Yeah. I'll say... They did have a draw with Central Coast, so... A 2-1, maybe? Or even a 1-0? I think we'll concede, 
and we'll do like it. I'm in the two yeah. one camp. I think that's we're still not tied up the back. I'll put but, it this way: I think we'll win by a margin of one. Yeah, I'll go with three one. Interesting. Newcastle, yeah, they're not riding off the win against Sydney too. They did loot draw with Central Coast. Mm. Three, so that, three days after Sydney one. Yeah, so they might be exhausted. We'll go on to the ladder. Now, we've already kind of addressed this, but we're currently sitting seventh, and we're, depending on the Adelaide United game, what happens with Adelaide and Perth and Brisbane and victory, we could potentially be sitting better just from the results of those games. Yeah, I don't have much to say about the ladder at the moment. Congrats to Sydney for getting the Premier's plate. And Central Coast are staying right where they are. I don't know. Victory is doing pretty well at catching them. I don't know. They've got three <laughs> games in hand, though. Yeah, but they can still lose the three games. Central Coast have to win, essentially, oh, one of the next two. Like, Wait. Central Coast have got two points in the last two games. Yeah, but who have they got in their last two games? They play victory. <laughs> there you go. There's three points. Oh, okay, yeah, I get what you're saying. I just realized, I just looked at the amount of games they had. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> oh, that's your only game. Yeah, that sucks. So, sorry, Central Coast. Shout out to all the supporters. You, you guys are... It's good to see the rusted on people sticking by the team after a whopping 18 losses out of 25 games. Look, it hasn't been a great season. No. It happens, though. I think that's a product of the nature of the league and the funding, like the way that... Look, if they beat victory... They won the same amount of games as Victory, so that's sort of something to look at. Yeah, true, true. And but the fifty-three goals are against. <laughs> yeah, well, I wasn't mentioning that. <laughs> However, I mean, in theory, Brisbane have only played two games less, and they're only two goals ahead of them in the goals for category. Well, that's um, we're not that far down on the goals against. Twenty-nine. Yeah, we're pretty good on the goals against. You, uh, you, City suck at it. Yeah. yeah, but Sydney have a fantastic yeah. defence at the moment. No, yeah. City. Shitty. Yeah, they've had some bad games. Yeah, but for City, mm. it's like, why can't we just bang them in? Mm. Yeah, that is the, the City style. Yeah. If it works, it works. That's it's also it. like, it's the classic... Uh, what is it? It's the city group that own them. You know, it's the classic style in all their teams. Let's just score more than the opposition. Hope we win. I would like to raise, like, bring, uh, point out the disparity between the goals for and against for Adelaide. They they are almost Central Coast. Yeah. Holy. Like they've had forty three goals against. Yeah, it doesn't help when they face us. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. Uh, we accept a uh, we accept thanks and applause, Adelaide. Um, but yeah. well, we, we have kicked uh, eight goals against them in the last two games. I think, is that right? Yeah, in the last two Adelaide games, yeah, eight. Yeah. It's not bad. We You're may right. have COVID, but we know how to defend. <laughs> um, I think we should move on. You guys, we get into the tipping comp. Uh, just a quick recap: Who's winning this round? Um, it's not over yet, so... I can't, I can't lose. I literally cannot lose. There's one There's more game. game. There's, There's one two. more for this round. No, I was just looking at this too, isn't it? No, one more for this round. Brisbane's game and the Adelaide... It's counted as part of this week, Kelsey. There's two. Yeah. So you still can lose. Oh, I can't. <laughs> I can only equal first. I'm yeah, two well, ahead. That's so either way, I've won That's it. Wrong. It doesn't matter. I've won it no matter what. You've you have, drawn it. You have won. Like, just so you understand, your total for the year is 52 points and you're flexing because you got the majority of them this week. It's this round that matters. Forget all the rest of the comp. It's just this one round. That is the biggest Richmond fan thing I've ever heard. Um, <sighs> Who have you got for the rest of the week? <laughs> So tonight, uh, which oh, I'm is... not going to use my tips. You can bloody get your own goddamn tips. I've already got my tips. So I know I'm coming back. Why not this... locked in? That, that's all you need to know. <laughs> okay, let's go back to last week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> so tonight we have victory versus Brisbane, which is Wednesday night. Um, which I've got Brisbane. Anyone else? I I have Brisbane. 
I am just swapping to victory. <laughs> no, I've gone Brisbane. Um, Adelaide versus Perth on Thursday. I've got Perth. I've got Perth. I, w- yeah. I went the draw. Oh, interesting. So based on that, Waldo can't beat me. Uh, Scott, you can only finish one point behind me, Tops. Do you know what? I'm, just, oh, I'm tempted to swap mine to victory. Just, just I'll take the loss. <laughs> okay, let's move into next week. We have, well, well, Friday, 31st, we have West Sydney Wanderers versus Wellington at Bankwest Stadium. I'm Wellington by a goal. Oh, we do it. Oh, Wellington. Yeah. Hang on, I haven't done those tips. Sorry. What round is it? 27. Yeah. No, West, I would go Wellington, yep. Probably by two. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good. Um, Melbourne City versus Sydney. I'm going Sydney. Sydney. Oh, as City haven't really played yet, so I don't know how they're no. going to look. Well, this is their first game back. Is it? Yeah. Oh, it is. Ah, shit. Yeah, so, probably. I am going to go with Melbourne City. But they don't have minutes in the legs, man. Like, that's... They literally are going to be, like... Sydney have also lost Grant. Have they? Yeah, he's there for two weeks. Bullshit. What for? No, he's injured. Oh, bullshit. I didn't, I didn't know that. That's, um, okay. They could, like... They'll have a, like, someone... Did he have the power? Yeah. I, I could see Sydney still winning. Yeah. I just reckon... Uh, I'm going with City. I reckon they'll blast through them and their game back. Newcastle versus us on Saturday, Sunday night in the... I, pre- I have us. Yeah, obviously. Um, although, Newcastle Jets, if they do us, I'll be, I'll be Devo. Uh, victory yeah, versus CCM. Oh, sorry, Scott. Uh, sorry, Scott. I, I, I cut you off, sorry. That's all right. I was going us as well. Yeah, sorry. I, just, I, I segued too fast. Um, yeah, that's a, hopefully a safe bet. Knock on wood. Uh, victory versus CCM at Nestrata Jubilee Stadium. Ooh. I have to draw. That, look, I'm going to go with victory because if they did what they did against us, surely they're going to get one of those crosses through. So Yeah. I, I think a couple of those young players are going to be quite good, so I'm on the victory camp for that. Um, Kelsey, did you say yours? Draw. Sweet. Your screen has stopped moving, so... Oh, because um, I'm on the tip thing, making sure I can give you what I actually tipped. Okay, cool. Thank, thank you for the correct update still, man. Um, West Sydney Wanderers versus Perth on Tuesday at Bankwest Stadium. Perth. Perth. Yeah, 100%. Um, Wednesday, Wellington versus Brisbane at Bankwest Stadium. I have Wellington. Yep, I've got the Nucks. Yeah, Looks, it's uh, yeah, they're solid. I think they're they're gonna be formidable to first. So yeah, pretty comfortable with that. We'll go to the overall table to see who is leading. Callum is currently winning on sixty five points. Garzi, step your game up, buddy, on sixty four. Third is Rudan as a snake on uh, sixty three points. Amelia is still fourth somehow on sixty one. K Gaz is fifth. Uh, Scotty, you have moved up to seventh. Tran, one tip. Yeah, happy birthday to Andrew Tran. You're eighth, and I'm ninth. Brooke is tenth. Master Puppets. Yeah, and Nick is thirteenth. But question: Who's winning this round? It's not about this round, Gallon. I just want to know who's winning this round. I hate you as a person. (laughs) Yeah, but who's winning the round? Um, You, Kelsey. You. you Is anyone else on more than one? No. Okay, I just wanted to check. I was just a bit confused there for a second. You all underestimate the power of a draw. <laughs> okay, let's move on um, to Around the Grounds. So this is, was published on the SBS site. The use of Varnier League is set to be canned for the finals as well as the rest of the regular season. So that's that's a bit interesting. So it's going to be... Great news. A, yeah, not bad. Just a good little note. Scott, any thoughts? Um, no. Oh, cool. Carry on. Yeah. Um, in what I, no, I, was just, I was just reading. Sorry. Yeah. Ryan Grant is out for a couple of games. Brutal. That's that's gonna be a big hit to their defense. 
And he, even as an attacking player, he gets deep. Like, he's, a, he's quite versatile. Like, yeah, he's worth the money. So, yeah, he should be back by the end of this, in about three weeks' time. So, he'll be back for finals. Hopefully, he's not back for when we play him. Or he comes back and he's real shit. He um, should be back by then, I hate to say. Or he comes back and he does an injury 10 minutes in. Yeah, that's just as good. Uh, well, no, actually, I actually don't wish that on anyone. But yeah. No, either do I. I'm just, I'm just saying I would... They have to waste the sub is what I mean. Yeah, 100%. When you got five... Um, or he gets red carded. We'll go with the red card. Yeah, he breaks his own shins. Uh, now, just moving on. In what I believe to be a huge deal and possibly the biggest win against Australian football, uh, the biggest win Australian football has had against the AFL in recent years... Football Nation Radio released a press uh, release on the 27th, which confirmed despite opposition from Croc Media, PTY, LTD, it was able to trade, trademark the name Football Nation Radio, which is a big deal because the term football is widely disputed among a number of codes, you know, gridiron, mm. rugby, AFL, the world you, game. You mean hand egg, can only pass backwards, those sports, yeah? Yeah. So I don't understand that. Why? Why the goal going with football? Yeah, it doesn't make Especially sense. When most of them don't even kick the bloody thing. Well, if you like, I would love to see someone do the stats to work out how much time the ball actually spends in the hands versus on the foot. I'd love to see it because it'd be like eighty ten, like eighty twenty or something. You know what I mean? Mm. Or in hand, they're going to be like ninety five five, if that. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like in all those sports, don't get me they, wrong, like. I love gridiron. I just want to joke and call it hand egg a fair bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, I thought you were talking about the AFL calling it hand egg. No, I believe that's called an aerial ping pong tutter. Yeah, I've heard that as well. That's like the most ridiculous like description ever, but it exists. Yeah. It's um, Kiwis. So just a bit of background. They were able to register the trademark, um, which is a big deal because it's Football Nation Radio do like a number of amazing Football content. Wonderful. Yeah, it's, I, I, the breakfast show is great. It helps me keep up to date with things. Um, so in the ruling, and I think this is interesting, the register found that the term football is not equivalent to AFL. So this is, this is it's got a precedent now. Um, football Nation Radio is cleared as registered as a trademark after approving the application by FNR. Uh, football Nation Radio was inherently adapted to distinguish from those similar food, uh, goods and services of other persons. There were sufficient differences between the AFL Nation trademark, which is what Croc Media um, they own, and claimed that there was an issue with between the two. Um, and Football Nation Radio was not substantially identical to it, and would not cause confusion or deceive the public. So what they, what the other one tried to do is say, "Hey, this product is too similar to what I'm giving. It can't be a trademark. It's not a unique product or concept." So, which is pretty cool, just as a like a, a, a really dumbed down. You know what I mean? Like, Version. Yeah, just really concise, like, concise, small thing. So it's really good because that's that's a win. Cop that AFL. Yeah. And uh, suck at Craig Hutchison, you goose. Who's Craig Hutchison? Yeah, he, he owns Croc Media. He okay. owns some other bloke. I don't, I don't know who that is. Um, Craig Hutchison? You know, I don't know. Anything he's the either. Muppet on Footy Classified, a real dumpy, useless person. How bad? How many AFL football shows are on? television networks and plus Fox sports. There just isn't that, there isn't that much like news coming. Like it's yeah. Sorry. I just, I feel like they create this whole like ecosystem of media for no reason. Um, not that we can talk. We've got a podcast for a, for a team. Uh, so moving on to just what's happening around the league, around the, the other clubs, um, MacArthur Bulls made a signing. Kelsey, can you see that name? Yeah. Can you read it? Yeah. Dennis general. Denrail. Denrail? Yeah. Denrail signed a three-year deal with MacArthur FC. Ghazi, correct us. Um, Melbourne City have announced that Dean Buzanis has mutually agreed to terminate his contract with immediate effect, which uh, Dennis left, what we previously mentioned, has gone to MacArthur Bulls. Interestingly enough, uh, Dean Buzanis left to be closer to his partner who's playing in Europe. So sense. Melbourne victory. Lawrence Thomas, after nine years, has departed the club to join Danish club Sonderjysk. Is that it? I would say so. Really? It's either Sonderjysk or Sonderjysk or something like that. Cool. Look, um, I don't speak Danish. I only know one Danish person. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I think it's good for him as a player. 
to get a bit more out there, a bit more cultured, hopefully so he can start making some national team stuff, being honest. Sorry, I know one more Danish person. Hans Christian Andersen. Okay, cool. I like his work. Thoughts, anyone? Nah. Nah, see ya. Yeah, all good. Former Newcastle Jet Wes Houlihan has joined Cambridge United on a one-year deal after his stint there, which isn't too bad. Um, There isn't really anything else happening around the league, so... Yeah, bit of a short one today. Yeah. Do you guys have any anything for Carded or anything like that? Or Well, look, I'll just go to Craig Hutchison, you, Goose. Sort of help keep the WWE in business for oh, so many years. Not? Let's just card Karen from Bunnings. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everyone else yeah. is kicking her. Why not us? <laughs> Come on the pod. Tell us how you support Melbourne City. No, it's, yeah, just dumb shit. I haven't really got anything for this week. I think it's great to have football back and being able to watch. Like, I can't even watch every game because it's just there's so much football on. But I'm I'm loving the just the yeah I'm loving it being back. Yeah, gives me you too. Same gives you something to watch. Exactly, something to read about. It's just yeah, it's great great to have back, and it's good to have everyone in the community, whether it be in Western United supporters or in general, just having football back. So I reckon we just end it here, boys. Yeah. My, I'm going to share my highlight of the pod is that we made Scott drink a stout. You made me sick. Me too. The disappointment in your face right now, Scott, is, is real. Uh, oh, just yeah. to show you guys, my stout is gone. Dude, I finished mine like three minutes in. Yeah, um, I it. Yeah, it's still pretty full. I would like to thank everyone for tuning in today. Um, thank you, Kelsey and Scotty, for joining me. We've been yeah. all out west. Will um, be another Zoom meeting again. Um, yeah, so we'll do a Zoom. Details to be posted onto Facebook as the last one. I might uh, do a fairly sober one, this one. Sorry? I might, I might have to do a fairly sober Zoom game, this one. Yeah, me too. I might have to watch the game. <laughs> well, I'll be recovering because uh, I'll be watching the FA Cup final Sunday morning, so I'll be pretty knackered by Sunday night. Yeah, that, that's going to be interesting. I'll be at work, unfortunately. But I'll be watching live, so it'll be just hard to <laughs> replied here yeah I, I have a feeling uh, you'll be enjoying the banter between me and Scott on a Sunday morning there oh our group chat's the worst you like you guys just all talk Premier League and you know how I have little to no interest and this is me I'm like yeah well, but the good this... thing is you go for the right side you go for Arsenal so we're good it's loose it's a loose like I feel like getting yeah, my own, still I feel like getting does, my own club does, like, does he does do you know any players in Arsenal Louise oh that's who we talk about the most. <laughs> I know. Don't forget to check out All Out West podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and All Out West pod on Twitter. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Go. Don't forget to check out our sponsor, Glowpair, who make a great variety of planters, which is something great to do if you're in lockdown in Victoria or if you're in a more of a tropical climate state, just good to have some nice greenery and herbs for your cooking. Go to www.glowpair.com.au for Australian orders or for our international listeners. Our podcast is heard in over 27 other countries other than Australia. Go to www.glowpair.com. All West, aren't we? All West, aren't we? All West, aren't we? Oh!